We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Before... I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Let's record for Jesus. And for glory. (laughs) For Jesus and for glory. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Welcome to the podcast known as Hot Drinks with an A. Hot drinks are not for the belly. Sometimes when my kids ask me about the podcast, they say, what's it called? And I say, it's called Hot Drinks. And they go, well, that's a stupid name. (laughs) And then I try to explain... About Mormonism and the word of wisdom yeah. and how it says hot drinks, but also drinks and can be you, like drink. It just, it's a lot of explaining. To be fair, all you had to say was like, well, Sister Twain was like, I have this idea for a podcast and I have this idea for the name. And you're like, cool, I don't care. Yeah, then I have to explain what a twaint is. So uh, this is Hot Drinks. It's a podcast where once a week we gather to record for Jesus and glory. <laughs> I like to think of Jesus as the real authentic Jesus with brown skin. Yes. A beautiful, glorious nose. Yes. And hairy forearms. Hairy forearms. Yeah. Um, penetrating eyes. Probably a hairy chest. And probably a homosexual. And he, Yeah, he was for sure a queer witch. Yeah. And I like to think of Glory as the villain on season six of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, who is a goddess named Glory with blonde curly hair. Anyway. I don't remember that. Welcome to Hot Drinks. <laughs> for Jesus and Glory. I'm, I am Latter- I'm your host, Jesus. I'm Latter- <laughs> and I'm your host, Glory. We don't even know what Jesus glory. and Glory means. It just started. Anyway, you're Latter-day Twain. Yeah, I am. I'm Latter-day Twain. You should make all the breasts. <laughs> Hi, little one. Hi, that's Jack, everybody. We're recording. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, Jack, we're recording. Jack, the trans kid, everybody. He hates me right now. Okay. Jack came out to ask if he should make all the all breasts. All the breasts. <laughs> anyway, so this is a podcast. You listen Your name to is it. Latter-day Twain. I'm Latter-day Twain. You can call me Sis Twain, Sis T, Sister. Tell us about yourself, but not your zodiac sign and not how tall you are. Oh, God. That leaves very little. everything. I mean, okay, so I'm a ginger. Okay, fair. People are already going to, people are automatically going to know who I am. When I go to Whole Foods next time. People are going to stop Did you hear you. that? Whole Foods? instead of I said Whole Foods instead of Harmon's. It's Harmon's. You go to Harmon's. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen each other at Harmon's. I am a ginger. I am a single mother. I am in hell. No, no, actually life is pretty good. It's been a rough week though, but we don't need to get into it. I've had some personal shit. And you know what? Everyone's had some personal shit. It's true. And there's somebody listening right now who's like, Sister Twaint... The whole world isn't going to hold space for your shit. We've all got shit. Is it your children that are saying that, that are listening? Yeah. Probably. (laughs) You know who's also um, dealt with some shit this week? (gasps) You. No. Who? Uh, President Donald Trump, (laughs) who said today in an interview that he said when the pandemic of 1917 ended that killed 50 to 100 million people, it was a horrible thing, that it ended World War II. Because all the soldiers were getting sick. So that's how World War II ended, was the pandemic of 1917. Oh, my God. These are all words that he said today. Oh, my God. In a press conference. And no one, like, said anything. Everyone just, oh like, God. let it keep oh, going. Oh, oh, 
Are you being too loud for your neighbors? We're oh, recording in your backyard. I don't care. Look, I don't know You've my You've got neighbors. a house full of trans kids, and we just... I do. And so, we can't record in there. So, I have... My transgender child uh, lives with me because I'm nice. Yeah. <laughs> no, but also, look, uh, I moved a transgender girl she's 19 into my house this past week um because uh the semester was over at the u or the summer term or whatever they fuck they fucking call it yeah and that she literally had to move out and had nowhere to go and so she's on our couch she knows jack through the pride center god uh-huh. bless the pride center right um, and she couldn't go back home because she her so home her is parents, not a safe place. Right, yeah. her parents literally kicked her out when she was seventeen. Cool, cool, cool. Um, she has PTSD from um, abuse from her father. Great. Uh, go Mormons. So, yeah, and then so side note. Uh huh. I haven't told you this. Okay, I still haven't introduced myself, but keep going. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Who's who's she talking to?" I don't know who that, who that masculine. Yet rugged voice belongs to. Um, who can cook like nobody's like business. A son of a bitch. Okay, anyway. So a few nights ago mm-hmm. we had you came over. Yes, we and had a we had, gathering. We had Brother Tian come on my face over yes. and we had Cindy over and, and 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 the trans girl was here because that was the yes. day I moved her in. Yes. But also the reason we got together is because Eve visited us. Yes. Of Adam and Eve. From the Adam and Eve non-monogamy episode. Is this the thing you haven't told me yet? Yes. <laughs> but and, I was there. But, I know no, but, that that would happen. Because I was day. there. Oh, okay. So I told this beautiful trans girl, and we'll call her um Paula. It's a great name. Um, I told Paula, I was like, uh, after moving her out, we're driving back to my place. So just so you know, I'm having some friends over tonight, just a very small gathering of close friends. Um, and we are a little out of control. I mean, we're not going to have an orgy, but we're probably going to get drunk and talk about sex. And she was like, okay. The next day, day after the gathering. Yes, because we did, in fact, get drunk and talk about sex. So much. Yeah. After the day after. But I would look at my phone when people talk. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah, and I I called you out on it, which was fun for you, I'm sure. It's great. Um, so the next day I come home from work. The next day after the gathering, gathering, I come home from work and I ask Paula, "How was your day?" And she goes, "Um, actually, I had a really, really rough day." And I said, "Oh, did something happen?" And she said, "No, I just um." Because of the conversations last night about sex, I spiraled into um, some Mormon guilt that I haven't worked through yet, oh. and I had a panic attack, and I <gasps> cried for two hours. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, Paula. Poor Paula. And I was like, oh, my gosh, we're a lot. I'm so sorry. And she goes, no, it's not that you're a lot. It's that I have a lot to work through. Yeah. And I was like, well, God bless. Well, we get it. We all do. <laughs> I'm Brother Jack Coffee. <laughs> I am not a ginger. No. I am bald. I have a beard. Yeah, and it is dark. It's got some gray in it. Brutish. You know what I'm good at? What? Decorating shelves. I know. I Because I just moved into my new place. Oh, shit. You just knocked over a box of wine. <laughs> I just moved into my new place. And you guys, I can fucking style a shelf like a fucking motherfucking son of a fuck It bitch. makes me hard in the it's, best way. It's insane how good I am yeah. at it. Like, people should pay me money for it. People have, actually. Um, hello, have. they have. And gentle listeners, you, any of you bitches who have money, pay the coffee. You should. You should pay me and I'll come decorate your house. 
because my house is fucking cute. <clears throat> I don't I don't speak highly about myself in many arenas. No. But one arena I do is decorating and one arena I I do is cooking. I'm good at those things. Yeah, you are. I hate everything else about myself. Yeah. Just kidding. You 50, guys it's fine. Fifty years ago and with a vagina, you would have been married. Oh god, I'd be such a good, like, kept woman. You'd be married and you would be a really bitter jaded. I would. I I mean, which which I am now. Which is which is literally, literally what I am now. So no, but truly, don't you think is anyone has anyone ever been meant to be a kept woman more than me? Like I would be so good at it. You would be so good at it. I would make like my I would make delicious cocktails. I would you know, when my husband came home, I would have dinner on the table. I'd have a skirt on and my makeup done. Like I would the house would be immaculate. I'm good I would be good at it. And every day about two o'clock you'd have a breakdown. And I would take some pills. Yeah. And drink a lot Uh and pass out. Yeah. And then wake up at four thirty just in time to get dinner on the just table before in, my husband came in home. Time. I'd be good at this. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that's uh, that's us. This is a podcast we record. Uh, we did want to do some women's work today, and we debated about a lot. There's a lot going on in the world, so we had a lot of things yeah. that we wanted to talk about. Should we talk about this? Should we talk about that? Like, just a lot. But then, ultimately, what we decided was there's one. there was one thing in the zeitgeist this week that was the most important that we needed to talk about for our women's work, and that is... A thing I cannot stop talking about because it's important to me. And it is the new Cardi B song, WAP. Wet ass pussies. <laughs> I, I, I had heard, I had, let's just talk about when we first learned about WAP. Okay. So I had heard people, I don't, I don't necessarily follow Cardi B though. I like her and I enjoy her, but I'm not like a big, I don't, you know, download when she has a new song come out necessarily. Same. So, but I had heard the people on the Twitter talking about WAP. Yep. And I was like, I don't know what that is. Oh, Cardi B has a new song called WAP. Didn't know what it meant. Right, right. Went and listened to it and just sat and just cackled with glee. (laughs) Just cackled with delight at that song. Because that song is a piece of poetry for the ages. It is art, pure art. It is pure art. If William Shakespeare was alive today, he would put down his pen (laughs) and he would go ride that wet-ass pussy. And probably cry. He would cry. He would be embarrassed that he'd written such shit because... It is, if you have not listened yet, it's really just a note to the wet-ass wet pussy. Right. And how the wet-ass pussy gets you what you want. Exactly. So, um, did you pull up some lyrics? Did you want to talk about some <sighs> specific lyrics? Let's talk Should about Should we explicate it like it's a poem and we're in um, high school English? Yes. I have not been able to pull up some lyrics that are like... Oh, you got them? Yeah, they're, they're in Apple Music. I told you this oh. when you started looking for lyrics. <laughs> I was like, just jump right into Apple Music. Okay. So, so we start stanza off. five. <laughs> I mean, we start. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, okay, go ahead. Wait, let's let's start at the beginning. I mean, we're not going to read the whole thing. I certif- Well, I mean, we're going to highlight it. Okay. Okay. Certified freak seven days a week. Wet ass pussy. <laughs> First three lines. Bitch wants to fuck seven days a week. A little later, she says, "Bring a muppet bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy." Because it's so wet. Give me everything you've got. For this wet-ass pussy. Because it's really about the wet-ass pussy. And then it's really about how you use the wet-ass pussy to manipulate men and how and get what you want. Yeah. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Yeah. <laughs> Hop on top. I want to ride. I do a Kegel while it's inside. <laughs> Spit in my mouth. Look in my eyes. This pussy is wet. Come take a dive. I mean, you guys. Spit in my mouth. Look at my eyes. I'm not going to try wet. to. I'm just going to read it like a white man. <laughs> 
okay. Would you read this little section for us? This is a really powerful stanza. I will, I will Brother Coffee. Right here? Just right here. I want you. I want you to park that Big Mac truck right in this little garage. You know what? And you have a little garage. <laughs> I do. Congratulations. Thank you. It's a very I tight garage. I want you garage. to park that Big yeah. Mac truck right in this little garage. Um, here's, here's a line I enjoy. Okay. I don't cook. I don't clean. But let me tell you how I got this ring. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side of me. <laughs> Quick jump out for you, get let, for you let it get inside of me. I'll tell you where to put it. Never tell him where I'm about to be. So that's how she got that Fuck. ring. That's how she got that ring. Um. Ask for a car while you ride that dick. I mean, that's <laughs> embroider that on a pillow. I know. My grandma, my grandma used to say that. That was one of my my grandma's favorite sayings. <laughs> Now get your boots and uh-huh. get your coat yeah. for this wet-ass pussy. He bought a phone just for pictures of this, of wet-ass, this wet-ass pussy. pussy. I mean, <laughs> it's really, um, it's it's poetry and it's art and it's really life lessons. Pay your tuition just to kiss me. I think what that means is you need to get down to the downstairs business yeah. and then you get to kiss her mouth. Yeah, yeah. Because, look, the mouth is vulnerable. Yeah. I mean, anyway. I, I need a hard hitter. I need a deep stroker. I need a henny drinker. I need a weed smoker. Not a garden snake. I need a king cobra. With a hook in it. Hope it lean over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pussy A1, just like this credit. He got a beard? Well, I'm trying to wet it. I mean, you guys. Let's, read, let's just read that mo- moment again. Pussy A1, like this credit. He got a beard? Well, I'm trying, I'm trying to, wet, to it. wet it. Fuck you, William Shakespeare. <laughs> Fuck you, John Donne. <laughs> Fuck you, Eliza R. Snow. So Eliza R. Snow could never rhyme like that. She rhymed things with Kolob. But did she rhyme, well, I'm trying to wet it? Trina is a word. T-R-Y-N-A. Let um, him taste it. Now he diabetic. Now he diabetic. That's my favorite. Except my favorite is, I agree at the beginning and we skipped it, which was, make that pillow game weak. Here's the other best line. Okay. Um, I want to gag... I want to choke. I want you to touch that little dangly dang that swang in the, in the back, back of my, of my throat. throat. My head game is fire. Punani Dasani. Dasani. I mean, <laughs> oh, I just feel like we should leave it at Punani Dasani. Uh, and leave the rest to the gentle listeners. Yeah, so discover. really, if you haven't discovered, <laughs> gather the children around. Get your mother on the phone. Make some Rice Krispie Treats. Make some Rice Krispie Treats. Have family home evening. Uh, and just really dive into this piece of poetry. Uh, 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 wow. Woo. It's a lot. You Macaroni see, we, in a pot. Yeah. Wet ass pussy. Oh, yeah. I forgot she says that. That's a good line, too. Yeah. yeah. Mm, that's what good pussy sounds like when you stir mm. in that macaroni. It's true. Time. I've seen that vine. Uh-huh. All right. Well, <clears throat> let's take a little break. Tonight, we have important. a... It was important. Yeah. I think it's a really cultural, a real zeitgeist or something, a real cultural shift or something. When you say zeitgeist, I think of Beetlejuice. Is that appropriate? Mm, Sure. Okay. Um, So we're going to take a little break. Tonight's special episode is is a tarot reading from me to you and you to me. Yes. And we're calling it Of Holes, Bimbos, and Excrement. And if you're Mormon, you know what that means. Except I didn't. But we'll explain it when we get back. Okay. Okay. Oh, right when I went to pause it, my screen locked and now I can't pause it. Okay, we're pausing. Park that Big Mac truck in my little right garage. In little garage. Hi, we're back. Come on, y'all. We're back. Come so, 
Uh, we are doing a tarot reading for each other. Mm-hmm. We are each doing... So <clears throat> this is really just us talking about us. So hopefully it's fascinating <laughs> to you. Um, we are both doing a three-card spread. Mm, spread, yeah. And we'll talk about when we... When, we'll each talk about what our spread is entailing. We didn't... Neither one of us asked a specific question, but they were more just sort of general... Like, what is the universe trying to tell me? Messages, right? Yeah. Yes, and I'm really drunk, but I have found that makes me more of an oracle. You you channel better when yeah. drunk. Yeah. But first, tell us about your deck. I thought you were going to say my dad. Tell us about your like, dad. We've talked about that. <laughs> my deck is the uh, John Holland Psychic Tarot for the Heart for you. What is, what is that? What can you tell us about it? Well... Wait, it's not a traditional deck. It's not. Okay, I just... Is it more like an oracle deck? <clears throat> it's not. Okay. Um, each card has a corresponding card in the traditional tarot. Oh, okay. But the images and the, like, words on each card are geared toward matters of the heart. Okay. So... Like love? <clears throat> Sorry. Sorry. Fuck, why'd you do that to me? <laughs> you know why, baby! Okay. All right. So, and let me just tell about my deck, and okay. then I'll have you tell the first card. Okay, baby. So, I'm reading from the Modern Witch Tarot, which is a tarot deck that is based on kind of very traditional tarot, um, but has been sort of brought into a modern age. So, it features more women. It features more people of color. It features more non-binary people in kind of the images. Yeah. And let me just real quickly, I just want to explain real quickly what we mean by traditional tarot deck, oracle deck. Is that okay? Oh, fuck yeah, please. Okay, because you're, you're too drunk to explain it. <laughs> so the traditional tarot deck consists of the major arcana and the minor arcana. The major arcana are 13 cards. I think it's 21. In the major arcana? It goes from 0 to 21. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> and I just said 0. goes from 0 to 21. 21 cards that kind of represent the journey of the soul, I would say, that have um, large images, big ideas, that kind of things on them. Yes. That's where you've probably heard of, like, the lovers or death or the hermit or these kind of cards. The fool, the hanged Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the minor arcana are four suites, which are traditionally cups, wands, pentacles, and swords. Yes. Um, And then those go from one to ten, and then page, king, Page, queen, and king. And again, like some decks will interpret those differently. Father, mother, sister, or, you know, whatever. Other things. But that's kind of the general idea. Yes. So so most modern tarot is based off of like a Rider White deck, which is a very classic traditional deck. And then there are these things called Oracle decks, which are not based on traditional tarot, but are more just symbols or oracles or angels or whatever that can kind of guide you. Anyway, that was tarot 101 in 10 seconds, and I probably did a really bad job explaining it. That was tarot, like, I would say not even 101, maybe like tarot 7. Okay, Okay, great. (laughs) So what is the three-card spread you pulled for me? So you pulled three cards. The three cards represent... Oh, we're just going to go... No, like, what was the question... Oh. Didn't you say past, present, future? Oh, past, present, future for you. <laughs> so Thank you. So you pulled three cards. For, for Brother Coffee's past, present, future, yes. for whatever presenting issue is in right. his life at, at the moment right now. So right now we're going to talk about the first card that you pulled, which is my past. Yes. And that card is <clears throat> called? It is called Darkest Fears. It does sound like my past. And the image of it is a man who is bald with sound. a beard and a mustache. Oh, it, yeah. And He's kind of cute. the phases of the moon are like 
um, going around his head. Okay. Um, and he is wearing a purple cloak with a faux fur collar. I have one of those. Um, <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. The expression on his face is, how would you describe it? I think he seems like stoic, but serious. Do you think he's calm? Intense. Yeah, I think he's calm, but he's intense. Calm, but intense. Maybe focused then. Yeah, focused. Okay, I love or it. Or stoic, which was the first word I said. <laughs> so, <clears throat> darkest fears. In the traditional tarot deck, this card would represent um, the nine of swords. Swords. So the suit of swords has to do with thought and reasoning, right? And intellect? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, so, having love in your life is crucial. Oh, great. When a relationship does not go as planned or when a desired relationship does not materialize, it is easy to lose yourself in worry and doubt. Oh. It's never happened to me. <laughs> never been, like, completely engulfed in that. No. Are you just going to read me this whole thing? Um, yeah, because it's succinct. I just want you to tell me what it means. I'm telling you. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> okay, great. You may not even question your own worthiness. It's... You may even question your own worthiness, is what it says. It's easy to become obsessed with all of your darkest fears regarding love. Wow. 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 <laughs> wow. Well, fuck you, tarot decks. Don't let your anxieties paralyze you into a total state of inaction. <laughs> it's too late. It's already happened. This is my past. Dwelling on your worries only feeds them with energy, allowing them to consume you and overshadow everything else. Oh. Oh. Never done that. Never done that. <laughs> level up. Level up. Take a moment to determine what might be troubling your heart. This feels really vague. Look, look. And non-specific. Um, what, what do you think it means? <laughs> Here's the thing. I've been trying to get to the bottom of what's troubling your heart for years. You have. You have. <laughs> the anxiety may be obvious or quite subtle. Once you identify it, decide if it is something you can resolve on your own or if you need assistance. Like and, therapy. And then take appropriate action. <laughs> but that was in my past. That's not what I was supposed to do. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. See, okay, pause. Gentle listeners, the way tarot readings work is like you 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 interpret each card, and then after you've interpret each, interpreted each card, you look at the reading as a whole, and you bring it all together. So bear with. Last sentence of this explanation is, if you determine that it's a worry over which you have no control, ask spirit or universe or source energy glory jesus to, <laughs> to help you release it okay so, so what do you what do you think that means i definitely think that there's some uh that that ambiguous issue in your heart that makes you afraid of love and then you get engulfed in like feelings of unworthiness and like fear um there's something it doesn't have to we don't have to pinpoint what happened to you that made that the way right. it is or what series of events but just acknowledging that there is some trauma there right I'm just looking more intently okay. at you. <laughs> and slapping your hand listeners. into your fist. Um, or your fist into your hand. So basically that. And I love that it has the fa phases of the moon around your heart or around your head. What does that mean? Because what that means to me is like 
you're focusing. So the phase of the moon that is right in front of his forehead is um, the new moon, which is when it's at its darkest. Right. And I know that there are, there's another meaning of what the new moon is, and it's pretty positive. But if we look at it just in context of this card, like it's only the darkness of the moon that he's looking at, only the darkness of the current phase that you're looking at when there is a period of waning and waxing to look at and then fullness of lightness of light of, of light moon, of the moon wet ass pussy spit in my mouth <laughs> i'm just i'm just deflecting uh-huh. um okay well that i mean i don't know that doesn't seem like it applies at all so <laughs> What's my first this one? card seems to be these cards seem to be full of hooey so your first card is the Page of Wands. I'm going to hand it to you to look at. Oh, that's really sweet. It is a it is a lovely <clears throat> young woman. She's holding a long staff, a wand. So hot. She. What do you think her facial expression looks like to you? She wants to fuck. <laughs> okay. She's looking at that wand like, if this was a penis, I would fuck it. <laughs> okay. Page of Wands. It's not what I would have thought, but that's fine. It's your but, card. And then she's like in a desert. Like it looks like maybe like Moab. She's in Moab. Yeah, with a big old stick. And she's lonely and she wants to fuck that stick. Okay. Anyway. So, I'm going to take my what card back now. <laughs> so, wands are the fire suite suit. <gasps> They're about your social life, your work, and your actions. So, wands almost always denote, connote, indicate some sort of action or movement okay. or verb. Something is <clears throat> verbing. Weird, because I'm usually just sitting and being. You're really so quiet. calm. And then the page, it's like the the first card of the of the trilogy of, of the uh, or of the four. Of the, the page knight, king and the queen. Courts, yes. The courts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it typically represents curiosity, newness, enthusiasm, hope, innocence, trust. So so and and the oh I'm sorry, I didn't even say this. The reading that I'm doing, the mm-hmm. three cards oh, that I pulled. Yeah are for mind, body, and spirit. So this is the mind card. So this card represents what's going on in your mind right now. So to me, what that says is there's something in your social life that feels new, that feels exciting, Hmm. Hmm. or maybe in your work life. But let's be honest, it's your social life. (laughs) Maybe it's about one person. Maybe it's about another person. Hmm. Not this person. I don't like him. Maybe it's about this person (laughs) who I like more. Anyway, but it is about that exploration. You know, she, the Page of Wands is ready to set out on a journey. She's like, her eyes are forward. Ugh. She's ready to, she's ready to move forward. And she's horny. I mean, is that's that not my interpretation, oh, okay. but if that's what you're seeing, oh. then I think that's real. She wants to ri- she wants to park that big stick in her <laughs> little garage. So anyway, so that's what's in your mind right now is the newness of something. And, and it's about the decision to take action. So you're in a place where you are, you know, like I said, the wands almost always represent action or forward motion. So you're in a, you're in a place where you need to decide to take forward motion Uh and you are, and, and what the page tells me is it's about trusting your instincts, trusting your, like your, trusting your most pure and innocent intent inside of yourself. And I don't mean pure and innocent in like a Christian way. Right. I mean like the the darkest or the the deepest, <clears throat> most intimate fears and beliefs of vulnerable your soul. The, yeah, the vulnerable part of you, Sister trusting Twain. that part of yeah. Sister Twain. Yeah. So anyway. Oh my God, it's like it's like you can read what's inside of me. You guys, we're really good at tarot reading. I know. Um, okay, so okay, that's let's it. Let's take a break. Let's and we'll take move a break. On to card numéro trois. 
Jesus Christ. And glory. We're back. <laughs> we are. <laughs> We're here to talk about some wet ass pussies. We're not apologizing about it. No. We're not sorry. That's I, why. I, I do want to say this about wet ass pussies. Okay. One of my most favorite things about it. Okay. Because I've seen a lot of a lot of this take is like conservative people in media that are just like, oh, I just, I mean, imagine if you had a daughter and she listened to this song and you're like, you are the party that puts children in cages. Yeah, thank you. You are the party that takes health care away from mothers who are trying to work to support their family. Right. So fuck you getting all sanctimonious about two women in their power singing about their their wet ass pussies. When we have to take back our power, and I know I'm not a woman of color, like, like, which, you know, the way, anyway, okay, I'm going to stop with that. <laughs> You're very, you've had a lot of As a rotate. female, when I try to take back my power from the patriarchy. Right. Which has been around for millennia. Right, right, right. You gonna hear about this wet ass pussy, okay? Right, right, right. Okay. Because so, I don't fuck on car. So everyone's just got to calm down. Okay, anyway. So card number two. Numero deux. This is my present. So this is my your- past was all about <laughs> darkness, confusion, <laughs> a bunch of stuff that didn't make a lot of sense. Blah blah blah. Like if hiding past, from your emotions. If your past was a TV series, it'd be Breaking Bad or right. something. So what's my present? Um, your present is the first card of the major arcana in this deck, number zero, which is trust. Trust. And it looks like Lady Gaga wearing like a German like Lederhosen dress. A little bit. Dress. A little bit. It's um, a little bit of a She-Ra energy maybe. Yes, and we're totally for it. And she's running into the wind. Her hair if, is streaming behind if her. If She-Ra was... If, uh, I'm thinking like She-Ra in Game of Thrones. But she has kind of like some masculine features. It feels a little non-binary to me. And and I think they try to do that a little bit. And there's some like will-o'-the-wisps or something Will around her. Will-o'-the-wisps made of light. Some some light balls around light her. Light balls and some will-o'-the-wisps. So this wisps. is my present. Lady Gaga. Uh-huh. No, a, a, non, a non-binary Lady Gaga and later Hosen with will-o'-the-wisps. A purple rope belt. What does it mean? Um, okay, well, I'm going to tell you. Good. Right now. I hope you read it to me the- <laughs> straight from a book. <laughs> so in... In my present... If this was in the traditional arc, uh, tarot, the uh-huh. archetype is the fool. The fool. Or if you're from Utah, the fall. The fall. Rejoice! <laughs> the universe is looking out for you. This is my present. Motherfucker, I've been telling you this. The universe is looking out for you. This God is my damn present. It. Okay. Now it's time to trust the path that you're on. Oh, God. I hate trusting. It's the right one. Okay. God damn it. Believe that whatever you desire concerning affairs of the heart can be manifested in the proper time and for your highest good. (laughs) Trusting the universe takes courage. And we don't do that because we don't have fear. We only have courage when we have fear. Did you know that? I did not follow that at all. Somebody did. But it also removes the burden of doing it all on your own. You're not on your own, bitch. Is that what when, it says? When you feel alone, this is the Sister Volva version. When you feel alone in a situation, it can diminish your energy 
and desire to take actions that will improve the situation. This card reminds you that you're not fucking alone. It's also a reminder that positive energy is available to you to manifest what you truly desire. In addition to trust, this card of action and opportunity... Oh, there was a period there, so I read that serious. <laughs> this card of action and opportunity. I do feel a little bit like, when you're reading this, I feel a little bit like we're in, like, auditions 572 in your senior year of your acting track. That's called heroic speech. Yeah, heroic speech. Once we know that the universe, quote, has our back, close quote, we are free to take all important leap of faith and pursue our dreams concerning affairs of the heart. Put aside any fear, disillusionment, oh. frustration, or hopelessness and open your heart to what you desire. Do it now with the carefree innocence you had as a child and expect to receive what you need. I think I'm going to throw up. Well. So, so what do you think that means? The affirmation for this card is, I open myself to giving and receiving love that is for my highest good. Okay. Oh, God. So I like this. I like okay. this. Now listen. Do you? In the... <laughs> Nothing <laughs> makes me more uncomfortable than thinking of good things happening to me. I know. Okay. Squirming. Look. Stop it. Okay. Listen now. So okay. once upon a time. Yes. When I was a little girl. Just kidding. Now, once upon a time. In the bayous of Louisiana. <laughs> from time to time, you've had dates. Right. And you'll either cancel. Right. Or they'll cancel and you'll be so glad. Thrilled. Thrilled. Thrilled beyond belief. Or you'll have a date that goes really well and then you'll drop off the face of the planet. I don't know that I've ever had a date that went really well. I mean, really well. Like, remember that one that you that went to the restaurant I work at and he was really into you and then you just didn't text him back? That we went to the restaurant you work at? Yeah. I literally don't remember this date oh, at all. Oh, really? I really don't. Maybe because your hippocampus is damaged from trauma. So anyway. Oh my God. Offline, <laughs> I want more details because uh, I want to remember this date. Okay. What I love about the caveat that they said here is the caveat being. I think it's caveat. I, I think that if you're from Boston or New England or something, you can say caveat. I open myself to giving and receiving love that is for my highest good. Ooh. And so, Brother Coffee, I think that when you think of opening up yourself to receiving and giving love, you think of opening up like your butthole. And you get scared. No, I don't. Oh, yeah, you do. I mean, I am scared. Yeah. But I don't. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. And being intimate, being vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. if you can reframe right now as we're sitting here in my backyard. In your backyard while we're drinking house wine rosé. That that you are open and receiving. You are open to receiving love that is for your highest good. That takes out like having to be too vulnerable or being scared. And just think of, like, whatever my highest good is because you know what makes you comfortable and highest good shit and stuff like that. You I know just, what makes am you I doing, comfortable am I doing and okay? highest good shit. You're doing great. <laughs> okay. You're doing anyway, great. Anyway, so that's for your, well, that's for your present. Well, I feel like this reading is working because I'm crawling out of my skin. <laughs> and I want to throw myself into traffic. Good! So, yeah! Your second card. Which is my... Which is your body. Oh. Mind, body, spirit. Your body. Do you want to see my tits? No. It won't is help. The Queen of Wands. So again, we're still in the suite of wands. Okay. Which is about social again. Yeah. You know, it's about your work, it's about your connections to the world, and it always means action. So something in your body is ready to take action. Like fucking? So let's describe the card. So okay. there is a. Will you describe it? <clears throat> All right. So there's this uh, woman who seems quite sure of herself. Yeah. Sitting in a throne. Yeah. With. Uh, 
uh, lions above her head on the throne. And yeah. that's interesting because we're in Leo season. Oh, yeah. By we the way, happy birthday, Sister Volva, today. Oh, happy birthday, Sister Volva. She's holding that same wooden stick. She's holding the fucking stick. Yeah. The, the wand. F- the, the stick that the first girl wanted to just put in her. And she's holding a sunflower. And she's got a black cat at her feet. Right. Anyway. <laughs> that, that's it. That's where we're at. Okay. <laughs> so, the, so, again, wands are about your social life, and they're about action, and they're about forward momentum. And the queen card is about emotional awareness, <clears throat> intuition, mm-hmm. mother energy, oh, nurturing, shit. understanding. So the queen card is often really the pinnacle of where these sort of powers come to be. Often we think of the king card as like the best card because whatever, but we're witches. So we think the queen card's the best. Right. So this is about like the culmination of those energies, those energies that are about your social and your, and your emotional. Okay. Uh, not emotional. I'm sorry. Your, your, your social, your social life. Okay. So what I see, and, and we pull this <clears throat> specifically about your body. Yes. My body. So, so what I see this. Okay. If we can really get down and dirty oh, about your dirty bits. Please. I just think like you are coming into a time right now oh my God. with your body where you are really connected to your sexuality and to your power. Oh. And I think you went through a period for, and obviously like, I mean, obviously I know you and so I know some of your history and whatever, but I think you went through a period where, where I feel like sex was using you and you weren't really using sex, if that's oh, fair to say. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. Crawl out of that skin. <laughs> and I feel like you went through a phase where you were dismissive of your own. You were very into sex, but you were dismissive of your own pleasure during sex. Yes. And I feel like you're not doing that anymore. I'm not. You're, you are the queen of wands. You're, I'm, I'm you're a- putting that wand into a little garage. <laughs> But I feel like you're coming into, like, the fulmination, if that's a word, of this power. I feel that, too. So that's your body card. Thank you. I felt that. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, let's take a break. Okay, let's take a break. Let's talk about chicken. Oh, okay. For With your child. Hey. So just to clarify... We talked offline. Are we recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Uh, what are we recording? A podcast? It's a podcast. You listen to it in your ear holes. So we <laughs> talked offline. I do, in fact, remember the date that happened at your restaurant. Yes. And, and that guy was, was into really into me. Like, and, really into me. And he me. was perfect for you? I mean, I, like, physically? Okay. I'm not even going to say anything because <laughs> I will immediately list all the reasons why he wasn't perfect oh, for I'm me. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Of course I will. Which will be but, projecting of, of your self-hatred. Oh, damn. God damn. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, I did go on a date at your restaurant. This was like a year and a half or like two years ago. It was a long time ago. Brother Coffee. No but it one, went really well. No one makes me laugh like you did. It, may, it went really well. It was a year. And then, yeah, I, then, then I literally like never spoke to him again. Yeah. Wow, God damn anyway, it. Blah, okay, blah, blah. so let's go to our third card. <laughs> so this card for me is my future. It's your future. We've talked about my past. It's dark and twisty and tormented. It's Meredith Grey and like season four of Grey's Anatomy <laughs> when she's fighting with Sandra <laughs> Oh. <laughs> That's like season 12. And the second And then my present... Yeah, or the present, yep. ...is about being on a journey, accepting that the universe has things for me. And that you might need outside help. Right. Right. Me crawling out of my skin. I'm uncomfortable. I'm squirming. I'm sweating in my armpits. And being open to love that is for your highest good. For my highest good. 
terrifying. For your highest good. Have you ever heard more terrifying words, brothers and sisters? <laughs> so here we are in my future. My future card is called Reach Out. It's called Reach Out. And it is in, in this particular deck, it is a um, red card, which coincides with, um, hang on, I lost it. Uh, pentacles. Okay. Okay. Which are earth, mm-hmm. wealth, money, or uh, not necessarily wealth or money, but but uh, material comforts. Yes, and earth earth life stuff. So let's describe the card. Okay. It's. I think her name's Judy. Oh, for sure. She's she's a little sad and a tiny bit frumpy. Yeah. She's got some sandals on. We and don't a little, want her to come to the party. Not. I wouldn't say it's a gunny sack dress, but it's some sort of sack dress. Yeah. And she's sitting on some stacked hands of all colors. of all races. Yes. So, but she looks pensive. Mm-hmm. She looks thoughtful. She looks a little lonely. Yeah. I'll be honest. And she's sitting on a black hand. And there's the number three on the card. So in in traditional tarot, this would be the three of pentacles. Pentacles. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Reach out. Cottonwood tarot. You had this. I don't all think she listens anymore. Out. She well, stopped listening. Okay. <laughs> all right. I don't know. The key words for this card are. Oh, I hope you read me some things about this card. <laughs> Teamwork, preparation, alchemy, achievement. Alchemy. Don't question okay, it. Go ahead. You are a strong and capable person, yet sometimes you forget to ask others for assistance. You struggle along, doing your best, but often don't quite achieve the results you want. Jesus Lord. This card serves as a reminder that you don't have to do it alone. Glory. You may ultimately get what you want by being solo, but your desires will happen sooner and more gracefully with the help of others. Bitch. (laughs) What are you trying to accomplish regarding your relationships, family? Friends and outside organizations are ready to help. You just have to ask them. Set clear goals. Decide what is the best skills to help you reach your goals. Do some planning and preparation before acting. And then watch the magic happen. Alchemy is the art of combining disparate. 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 Disparate (laughs) elements. Like not... Not matching uh-huh. elements. Okay. Like. You're, you have a degree. Um, disparate <laughs> elements to create something desirable. Oh, so maybe some things oh, that are contrasting. Maybe. But by uniting with others, you have the ability to create the relationships of your dreams. Be the alchemist. That seems weird. So. <laughs> what do you think that means? think that means in the future i feel like you i feel like before i got here you just wrote a script of like your past was hard <laughs> now you're trying to figure shit out and in the future you can have whatever you want you just wrote it all down i know it sounds a little maybe trite a little a little on the nose so a little bit like the universe is like could this yeah. fucking be more obvious <laughs> so what is happening is, is she's sitting on the hands of many people of all colors right and they're lifting her up they're helping her but she's not acknowledging that those resources are available to no, her No, she's looking into and, the distance and so what the future card is telling you is that if you pull out of your own headspace right for maybe even just a few minutes a day or right. maybe an hour a week with 
a therapist? <laughs> like at church, at you, Sunday school? You get to create what you want as far as relationships and love that is at your comfort level. You don't have to have what's on the Netflix or the Hulu or whatever the fuck you're watching. I don't want what's on the Hulu. I know because you're terrified of it. Terrified of it. So anyway, you can choose something you're not terrified of and go from there. Well, once again, I'm incredibly uncomfortable, so I feel like <laughs> this feels accurate. Anyway, boring. So you're... <laughs> I mean, again, if, if, like, if you had emailed our newest gentle listener and said, please write a script for Brother Coffee's Past, Present, and Future, that's what they have written, would I have know, written. I know, I know, I know. So I don't think you're magic is what I'm um, saying. It's fine. I don't believe in your I alchemy. I don't care. So your Fuck third you. card... <laughs> so we were doing mo- body... Wait, no, mind, mind, which was this enthusiastic energy, this deciding about going, relationships, going. trusting your innermost, Ooh. most vulnerable self, Ooh. body, which is you really coming into that wet ass pussy power. C U M M I N. Yes. And then spirit, which is the death card. <laughs> now, I love the death card. Me too. I love it, love it, love it. Oh. And it's always the card. Like, if you write a sitcom and the, the characters are like, let's read tarot, then they go, oh, my gosh, the death card. <laughs> what does this mean? And they go, ooh. Yeah, and they're all like, dun, and dun, the, dun. And the live action, the live studio, live action? The live studio audience goes, ooh. Yeah. Okay. About the death card. So, we but let's have, describe the picture on the death card first. We, we have the Grim Reaper with a skull. So face, death is on a white horse, and he's sitting on a white all horse, all dressed in black. And it looks like there's a magnolia on that flag, which yeah. is what I have tattooed on my arm. I mean, maybe. And then there is. By the way, that death is a she. Anyway, keep going. And then there are uh, three women. One is looking up at death and pleading. One is looking away from death and sad. And one is trying to offer death a flower. And then there's a dead man underneath the horse. Right. Off in the distance, like across like a very dark, rocky uh, terrain, it looks like the gates of a kingdom and the sun is rising. Like the great and spacious building, perhaps. Which is awesome. So the death card in tarot traditionally symbolizes change. Yes. So it, it symbolizes some sort of ending of some part of your life and beginning of a new part of your life. Yeah. So, so, which is pretty straightforward, right? Yeah. Like this is talking about some sort of spiritual death that you're going through right now, kind of metaphysical inside yourself death, mm-hmm. getting ready for a new, a new plane of existence, a new path, <clears throat> a new what have you. Yeah. So, if I can interpret all three cards together. Okay. May I? Yes. So, I think, like we said, your <coughs> your mind is in this place of possibility, of choice, of excitement, of taking action about your social life, about your connections, about maybe this guy, or maybe it's that guy. Maybe I don't really like this guy, but maybe <laughs> I like that guy. Your body is ready. That pussy uh, is wet. Uh, yeah. It is it's, a little garage. It's dripping. <laughs> They've got the mop. You're getting some boots and some shoes. <laughs> and a coat. <laughs> but what that requires is letting go and letting the past bullshit die. You know. Is letting the spiritual. And by spiritual, I don't. I mean, obviously, like, I don't necessarily mean religious or anything like that. I just mean the spiritual part, like the the guiding principles of your life, kind of letting some of those things go, letting some of those things die. Don't you fucking look at me that way. I know exactly what you're thinking. And that's not what the cards are saying. 
You guys, obviously there's some subtext here. I'm sorry. But it's about letting things go and getting ready to ride into that great and spacious building. Which is where we have all wanted to go since the beginning. Yeah. They, Fuck you, Lehigh. They tricked us into yeah. thinking we didn't want to be in the great and spacious building. we were building. like, no, we do. Because it's spacious. They, look at that. They're, it's great and it's spacious. They're gossiping about everyone and they're drinking. I know. I don't want to live in a tent. I don't want to live in a fucking tent. <laughs> I will live in a spacious building with marble floors. Yeah. With lots of free-flowing rosé. I don't want to eat fruit off a tree. I want to eat whatever kind of meat they serve yeah. up in the building. Hey, do you guys want some apples off this tree that glow in the dark? Or do you guys want some meat and some <laughs> wine and this beautiful like casino and jewelry i think they're wearing jewelry they are they yeah are. anyway well fuck you're I welcome i know exactly what that reading means and i do too and i'm really mad about it <laughs> what it means and i'm not going to give anything uh, away oh, okay okay but what it means is sister twaint is making some decisions in her life mm. that i don't necessarily agree mm. with but that the cards seem to be saying might be where her life is headed. Doesn't mean it's the right decision. It just means that's where your life is headed. Oh, okay, I think I appreciate that caveat. Just yeah. like the caveat where you need to find love that is of your highest good. Fuck and, that love. And when... <laughs> okay, this was All right. great. Listen, okay. Let's stop there. Okay, so you, here's we what I want to say. We each other for filth. We, <laughs> as that... the drag queens say. <laughs> here's what I want to say. Here, okay. Number one. Fuck. Uh-oh. No, this isn't serious. Okay, cool. I just want to say, you know, every once in a while here at Hot Drinks, we try something new. And we say, let's read each other's tarot cards. Yeah. And maybe you're listening to this and you're like, this is the most fucking boring thing I've ever heard in my Sister life. Sister Volva, like when we, Sister Volva. Like when we talked about our favorite, favorite drinks, drinks. And Sister Volva thought it was the worst thing we'd ever recorded. <laughs> or maybe you're listening to this and you're thinking, this is really fun and entertaining. And I had no idea that this would be so entertaining. <laughs> And maybe you're listening to this and you're thinking, I would like to send Brother Coffee and Sister Twain some money to read my cards. <laughs> oh, And which, we would do that too. And, and you know what? There is a gentle listener who reached out, oh my God, probably two months ago, who wanted me to re- do a reading for her and was going to pay me. And with everything that's going on in, in, in my life. Trump. <laughs> a pandemic. <laughs> A global pandemic. The, the, the pandemic that touched every continent. Yeah. Crazy. Except Antarctica. Um, I, I, I want you to know that I still would like to do that for you. And I'll do it for free since it, I have totally dropped the ball on it. Anyway, that. this was not really about me asking you for money. But what, no. but what I'm saying is I would love, let us know. Did you like this episode? Was it fun? Was it entertaining? Would you like more like this? Would you like us to read other people's cards? Or was this the boringest, dumbest you thing you've yourself? ever listened to? Yeah. yeah. You've already stopped listening. You've already moved on to this week's Pod Save America because you're like, I don't care about whatever the fuck <laughs> Or Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Yeah, you're, whatever. So anyway, uh, so if you have opinions about this, you can email us at hotdrinksforthebelly at gmail.com. We're on you can comment on the Instagram post we're going to leave about this, which is our Instagram is... Hot Drinks. Right. <laughs> And also, we have a Twitter, and if you message us on on it, we get notifications for that. So, we don't post on Twitter a lot, but we do look at the notifications. so you can message us. So, anyway, hot drinks on all those places, or email us at hotdrinksforthebelly.gmail. And you know what? If anybody wants a picture of my privates... Oh, my God. Put your rosé away. No, I'm serious. Like, for money. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's Sister Twain starting at OnlyFans. (laughs) Only gentle listeners. We call, we, I call, I'm going to call it only gentle listeners. Great. 
Okay, anyway. I'm going to post a picture of the two tarot decks we read from tonight. Oh, let's do it. On Instagram. And then if you have any thoughts about this episode, you can share them there. Anyway, that's all. Okay, good night. Good night. Good night. That's German. And good morrow. Mm.